this is blonde haired girl. I'm doing this thing where I'm doing a podcast while I'm driving. I'm hands free, so you don't have to worry. Um, I'm uh, I've been trying to do these podcasts. I I'm really feeling the the instability on the planet right now. Um, and like most especially in the United States, I'm, I'm feeling just like an instability. And I, and I, and I want to talk about some of the areas that are on my mind the most. I'm, uh, I have been hearing about, uh, the banks, you know, and we all know about the Silicon Valley Bank that had to be bailed out by the U.S. government, not our tax money, but the U.S. government bailed out that Silicon Valley bank who had, who had I'm not sure what they did, um, but it seemed incredibly corrupt in the sense that I heard that um, some of the higher-ups had gotten really big bonuses before knowing that they were going, something was going to happen. And so they didn't miss out on their money and just left all the other people just to deal. And the government um, helped the people. But I think this is an example, um, and, and I'm just not sure that what to do with our money. I've been hearing that banks are going to start going to fully digital and that they're trying they really are trying to get away from cash and and why are they trying to do this there's there's a few things that concern me about it um along with them being able to track absolutely every purchase we make so like <laughs> and i'm not sure what what okay i mean i mean you could even say that the purchase of handguns um, they wouldn't be able to purchase them with cash. There would be no anonymous uh, exchange of money for something anymore. That it would never be anonymous. Um, and in some states where they are very strongly trying to control women's bodies and and their their uteruses, I'm very concerned about them tracking their purchases <laughs> and um, and so why would the government want to track our purchases and, and then like yesterday I heard someone say that they could actually say you can't make that transaction the government could actually censor and take control over our purchases with a cashless only digital currency system. And this is incredibly frightening to me personally. And going to the social credits that they have in China and so they won't let you buy that alcohol. They won't let you buy those cigarettes. They won't let you buy that handgun. They won't let you buy that morning after pill. 
or that birth control. Um, and if you can't use cash, you're stuck. You are, you are categorically stuck with the decision of the U.S. government for your purchases. And these are all things that are just kind of going on, just like, I feel like full on secrecy, secretly. Um, and I'm, I'm just quite concerned, and I, and I don't really know where to put my money. <clears throat> I had, uh, about five years ago, I had moved my money from a credit union that I had been at for over 10 years to a to Chase, and the only reason why I did that was because I, I needed my mother's help, um, and my mother banked with Chase, which used to be, um, like, Valley National Bank. Um, it used to be this small bank. My mother stayed with the same bank for years, and then it got bought out by Chase. And so, and so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do, and, and I don't necessarily want to, and like in my mind, I haven't moved my money to the back to the credit union because they treated me so abhorrently five years ago. Like, I, I just don't know that I can do it. Like, I, and so I'm looking into other credit unions, and I'm wondering if other credit unions are going to be going digital, and none of this is really going to matter if, if businesses can't take money anymore. If the businesses are not able to take money, if they're not able to, I mean, because if you look at it, our, our paychecks go straight into a bank account now. They don't give you a paper check anymore, which is something that maybe I should look into, or if I ever have employment again, because I don't know what's going to happen, because the other thing that happened yesterday that, that, that I just really got to thinking about was, was my insurance, my dental insurance, my health insurance, my, the health insurance that I've been on for like the last five years, I won't be on anymore. And it, it has been an incredible blessing to me and that it is like, it's like an access type program and it pays for everything. Not that I have a lot of um, need for medical services, because I don't, um, but, but when I do, it has been really nice. And so I'm considering a big life change for myself, you know, and, and then also my, my, I've bought into dental insurance in my last two occupations, and I've been able to get a lot of stuff done with my teeth. Um, as in, I, I, I'm very, very proud of my cubic zirconia. <laughs> I laugh because I just think it's funny. My cubic zirconia crown um, that they're going to have to replace here very soon because um, I guess it wasn't done correctly, and they're replacing it for free, which I really appreciate. Um, and so... <clears throat> And so the dental insurance has been very helpful for me, but I, and I'm so I'm going to have to look into if I can get a dental insurance on my own for me and my son. Um, but it got me to thinking about the fact that they really want us employed. 
all of these things are are perks to employment. I mean, our employers, like one of the employers that I had, she said, well, I can't pay you very much, but I can give you a Cadillac benefit plan. I can give you Cadillac insurance until they didn't. Um, that CEO left or that executive director left and another lady came in and they just changed everything and um, gave us a totally different insurance plan. <clears throat> and so that benefit went away um, with no, like, raise in pay. Um, and so and so it is a perk. So, like, they are really trying to get us to get a job for benefits. And, and like, and I don't understand, like, okay, so if you're not employed, can you not get access? Can you not just go and apply for access? and um, for health insurance and because I had a friend recently get married so that she could get onto her significant other's health insurance. I don't know that they would have gotten married otherwise um, because she was planning a big life change. <laughs> and so what does funneling us into a job do? What is the point of that? And it's not the point to help us whatsoever. I think the point is to keep us busy and to keep us occupied in an occupation that will benefit other people. They really want worker bees. And and um, and I think that the employment system is just set up for that. And and then they just try to like smooth it over with, you know, your you know being first of all being grateful for your job which like has always really bugged me like when I have said anything about the reality of a situation a work situation a lot of times people have just like come back with that that and said well you should just be lucky that you have a job which has always just struck me like it has not gone over well with me I'm just like I should just be so damn lucky that I have a job is trying to smooth over like the fact that I give so much to an organization and I know how much I give to an organization and perhaps I shouldn't give as much. Perhaps I should just do the bare minimum, which it was in an article that I read on, on Medium. They send me, I get a few free articles a month or whatever because I don't pay into the app. but that one of them was talking about that, like doing the bare minimum at your paying job and working really hard on your side hustle so that you can leave your your paying job because you have this other income source that, that will support you. And so, <laughs> um, and so, and I look at myself, and it's like, well, so what is it that I really want? And, like, right now, I'm having to make some decisions. Um, I, my thing is that I really want paid time off or time off. Like, I'm actually willing to take time off, not paid. But employers don't like that because they're not making money when I'm not working. You know, it's a pay-per-service for them. And so when I take off a week, even without my pay, it's not just my pay 
that is affected, it's the whole organization is not getting that income for that week. And so they are very reluctant to allow me to do this. But, I mean, it sounds counterintuitive, but, I mean, that's really, that is really my incentive in these days has been to be able to go to the things that I want to go to for my own you know, I guess professional development, which isn't the development of this, the profession that I'm in. Um, I'm, you know, I, and then this year I got this opportunity that I've talked about where I will be going to Washington, D.C. and speaking and doing a speaking gig. Um, and, and so that has limited me to like other things that I would like to do this year that I don't know if I can do them because I don't know if I'm going to have the time off because um, I have to have the time off for that and so and I anyway so I'm trying to negotiate this out and see you know what could happen over the summer because and I haven't really talked with my employers at length about it but I think I will and and I've talked in my previous podcast about the fact that I would like to take a leap and and really go into a different way of being because this way of being has sucked for years and if I keep doing this you know like the definition of insanity <laughs> I've done all podcasts on this that that supposedly um, Einstein said the definition of insanity is doing something over and over and expecting a different result okay so let me just let me just like talk about that again okay so we talk about practicing something and let's just use the example of meditation as an example and so somebody goes to meditate goes to meditate has the same experience goes to meditate has the same experience like are they supposed to give up on it because they haven't had the the different result yet and so I don't necessarily buy into that, you know, completely. But I just use that phrase because I have been doing this where I've been going into what I call the matrix and getting a quote-unquote job, and, and I have just generally been kind of miserable. You know, I mean, and it's not that I don't like the job. I just, I do like the job, and I, and I feel like I'm fairly good at it. But I, there are so many aspects to it, and it pulls me away from what I want to be doing. And so I use this term, like I live in the land of the supposed does. I'm supposed to do this, supposed to do this, supposed to do this, 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 and this. And it's just like I, I don't want to live in the land of the supposed does. I want to live in the land of inspiration. You know, and some people act like that's not responsible, you know, and I heard that my whole life. Um, it's not responsible to take a leap. But here's the thing. All the people who have done anything great in this world took a leap of faith. What about the first guy to, to take up an airplane? What about the first person who they come up with ideas that people say are crazy and they take a leap of faith? like what the hell are you even thinking you're gonna you're gonna dive wholeheartedly into this thing and I can't say that that there that it won't fail 
I can't say that. I can't say that even to somebody else. Like, it might fail. It might. It might not. It might fail. It might not. I, you know? And so, that's something that I have on my mind. The money I have on my mind. I, I, I also, I'm, I'm incredibly concerned about what went on in, in Tennessee this week. And I feel like the mainstream media is really not, I mean, I know there's a whole lot going on in the world, but is really not paying enough attention to what the states are doing, what the state legislators are doing throughout the country. <clears throat> but in Tennessee, you know, after this school, sh the latest school sh shooting, they, there were like 10,000 children who went to the Capitol and those people tried to call it an insurrection, which is a gross mis misrepresentation of what, how this really went down and what it really was. I mean, these children were not carrying weapons. They were not causing damage. They were simply trying to get the legislature to do something about gun violence. They don't want to go to school and get gunned down and die. And I, and I and I gotta share this story because I think it's it's so interesting to me. So a six year old shot a teacher recently and the teacher and the teacher's lawyers sued I don't know if it was the school board or if it was the district because there were a lot of failures. <clears throat> the, the 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 principal and the, the school staff administrative staff had been told repeatedly that this child had a gun and what they what their lawyers are trying to say is is that implicit in the job is the idea that there may be a school shooting so this is just a risk that you take when you become a teacher that you might be shot by a student or a gunman who comes in the school So getting back to the children who don't want to be shot, there were three different Democratic um, elected officials who joined in the protest. And the government, the state government of Tennessee decided to put a vote to whether they should be expelled or not from their seat, from the governing I don't know what it's all called. I'm, I'm sorry, I guess I failed civics when I was a kid. But anyway, so there was this hearing, this hearing that went on for hours, mind you. I, I just, it kept coming up on my, on my feet and I'm just like, I cannot believe that it's still going on. Um, and there were children in the Capitol listening to this because they have a right to do this. And I, I, I want to put that in there because that's going to come up here in a second. Okay, so they voted to expel two young black elected officials that were very eloquent, very well spoken, and they expelled them. But they did not expel the white, blonde, 60-year-old woman that gave her a harsh talking to about her role and not stepping out of bounds, I guess. And then as the children were leaving, 
the state, like the state police or state troopers, I don't know who they were, but they were, the police were lined up as the children were trying to exit the Capitol after they're, they're witnessing the expulsion of these leaders. I mean, I'm talking, it was like the entire police force was like there to like intimidate them as they walked out. It's like, what in the world is going on? I mean, like truly, I, I just, and then, you know, my question is, where is our government? Why is Biden not doing anything about this? Why are we not hearing anything from our federal government about these states and these unconstitutional acts that are going on throughout the country, mind you? I mean, and it dawns me that there's so many of them that they don't even know, like, what do we, what do we act on first? But I think the lives of children might take a precedence over other things. And then there's, like, other things that are going on. Like, I, I heard that there was a legislation that passed that people in that state who had gender-affirming care had to revert back to their the sex of their birth. I mean, it's absurd. So they want them to go back and get, you know, yet, quote-unquote, mutilated again. Like, in their mind, they, they say it's mutilation. Okay, so now we want you to go back to your, I mean, how are they supposed to do that? I mean, I, I'm just being real. It's absurd. Okay, so I guess they're going to have to move. They're going to have to move out of their state. All these people, and I think that's, that may be the point in and of itself. Is we don't want you here. So you need to move. Which is just, all of this is just making me crazy. I And I, and it's like, okay, so what do I do, you know, and I think I think it's very very important for me to be in, informed in a sense. It is important for me to be informed in a sense as to what is happening, and and to make decisions. You know, and and last night I, I was up quite a bit last night, worrying about money, like worrying about the money situation in our country, the fact that the dollar is falling you know, all over the world. I guess they're, like, doing where money, the dollar used to be the standard for oil trade, and it's not anymore. And 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 I don't know what this means. It could mean nothing. It could mean everything. I, I just, I don't know what it means, and it makes me nervous. And then should I be doing something with my own money, which I, and... And then if I make a big life change, like I, like last night, I just, I just had this like massive moment of, of like these unconscious beliefs about myself and my situation that, that were really coming to the surface. Like nobody cares about your story. Nobody cares about your story. You know, you're not relevant. 
your your you know and I I don't have that belief about myself but to be honest it kind of looks that way if you were to look at the amount of energy and effort that I have put into my body of work including writing and podcasting and um, YouTubing and all of it if you would it looks like I'm completely irrelevant and that I should just hang it up. That's what it looks like. But then then I'm going to go back to the guy who wrote the article on Medium. He was at his side gig for like six, seven years before he was able to actually quit his job. Gary Vee said he made like thousands and thousands bits of content before he you know, um, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of his first name, Rose, Brian Rose, he had been at it since 2011, he had been putting out YouTube since 2011, and then in, you know, I don't know, 2018, he, he, 2019, he got a million followers, but it took a long time. And it takes effort, and it takes tenacity, and it takes intuitiveness. You know, and I think that that separates the people who are going to achieve their dreams and the people who are just going to give up on them. And and so, and I'm not suggesting that I'm going to give up, but I I'm just in a transition, and I'm and I'm feeling just so unstable. And last night I was just really talking to my mother and I was just asking her for advice on what to do because my mom was just so good with money and such a smart lady and my parents were both very smart, but they weren't, I mean, even since my mom has passed, which she passed away in 2021, a lot of weird stuff has happened. A lot of weird stuff is going on in the planet and and um and so this this is unprecedented I, I mean as far as I know what is going on the alliance between China and Russia and Brazil and other countries I mean I heard that that Russia paid the debt of Africa what does that mean do they is Africa um I mean, it would make me nervous if Vladimir Putin paid my debt. Well, what the hell do you want from me in return? He's got to want something. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. We'll be coming back to this as me saying that was not a good decision on on the part of of Africa. But anyway, and on that note, I'm going to be going into my employment. <laughs> <laughs> my occupation <laughs> to occupy myself <laughs> from from doing things that I enjoy doing not that I not that I don't enjoy my job to some degree but anyway I appreciate you listening and I'll be back with other ideas and that's a wrap <laughs>